Welcome to the ICBC Roundtable Podcast, brought to you each time you push play. You're going to be listening to three guys you might just want to listen to. First off, author, educator, and ICBC senior pastor, Cody Hale. Next is ICBC worship and discipleship pastor, hailing from Chulapinny, Alabama, Andrew Nunnerly. And finally, our host and everyone's best friend, ICBC student and outreach pastor, John the Beard Blatton. Thank you all so much for joining us. I, I don't know what, when, when you guys are watching this. Um, hopefully you're watching this live at 6 o'clock. Uh, if not... Um, this is the year 2050. <laughs> yes. We're so, so, yeah, thank Please you. Please send space nuts. Yeah, thank you all so much for joining us again uh, on what this Wednesday. What was the in the future? That's what I was trying to think of. I just came up with space nuts. I don't know. The of the future. The little pellets. Space. I don't know. All I can think of is the orange. Dippin' dots. Dippin' dots. Dippin' dots. Dippin dots. Yeah. Yeah. We totally messed up the the intro. That's totally cool. Uh, but getting back to it. So on uh, we're we're changed around because evidently this is funny. Uh, can I mm. can I say this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, it's gonna come back. We didn't have a pillow. I <laughs> know. So uh, for some reason the camera angle, Andrew and I look much bigger than uh, our pastor, and so it was like, hey, let's change it around. <laughs> let's change it around a little bit. I'm real boy. And I would love for the fattest guy to be in the middle. That way, it'd make me look uh, smaller. It spreads than things yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, we have better looking guys on either side of me than I am. Wow. And so oh, that's that's what we did here. So um, yeah. So thank you all so much yet again for for joining us. Uh, to my right is our lead pastor Cody Hale. And to our uh, to my left is Andrew Nunnally, our fantastic and wonderful getting their beard worship pastor. I think so. He's yeah. getting a lot of Amish comments. I'm getting really? a lot more Amish comments than I'm comfortable with. Uh, it may be fixing me. Good. I think it's the fluff. Don't you think it's his fluffiness? It's all the it's all in what you shampoo. I shampoo it. No, what kind of shampoo do you shea use? Shea butter, this kind of shea butter. But, look, do you want me to it's it's beard shea butter? It's, it's beard wash. It's called beard wash. Okay. Don't, don't dry yeah, it out. Here, it's I'll, not about what you wash it with. That's 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 not. And true. I call it's it conditioner. It's about conditioner. I don't, I don't, say I don't that. condition. Conditions the biggest step. How do I? It's cheap. Beard condition. Okay, so he just made another um, racket with something. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so, anyways, we I, I just want to we want to come to you and just yet again we recorded our lunch last or yesterday, and for those of y'all that were able to watch it live, you get a hobby. Yeah, it's yeah. That's not true. For those of y'all that were watching yesterday, true. we did uh, exit that out because we just we just like for you to to experience what we do uh, in the raw, and we don't want anything to. Oh, it was raw today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ma'am. Was it raw today? <laughs> so I just want to I want to segue over to Andrew and just what was our topic? What was what was presented to you at lunch today that just totally threw you off? Yeah. So thank you, John, for that. Nice intro. Long one, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so we, uh, Cody's in there doing his thing with his 15 items that he has in his lunchbox, which I'm always jealous of. And, Me too. Uh, Thanks, Meg. And I had uh, my ramen and uh, a bag of chips. <laughs> Those look like a good bag of chips. Though. They were Whatever. great. Ever, ever, I would say great bag of chips. three out of four days a week he has some kind of gourmet oh, meal yeah. he, I, I, am I wrong he oh, pulls yeah. out he's got like fresh cut items <laughs> and, yeah. so I'm sitting there and um, Cody's eating I'm eating Fried we're just rice. kind of talking back and forth and he says uh, 
how how willing are you to get sweaty at lunch? <laughs> so, I thought well, that's a little forward, but I'm not real sure. I'm not sure what you have to give me a little more. Just we need to start working out. Yeah. So I don't don't disagree with that. I got some issues going on. Um, things are getting a little tighter than they used to be. So. I, um, I don't disagree with that. Skinny jeans are a little so, bit skinnier. And so, as we begin to um, to talk about some potential, you know, hey, we could, if we just work out 30 minutes, just hardcore 30 minutes, whatever that you know looks like. Just, and then he says, we can do a triathlon. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I guess we're going to do a triathlon. Yeah. So, I, I thought there was a little bit. I thought he should pump the brakes on the triathlon a little bit. Like, for him, I thought maybe we should just start with running. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't like the for him stuff. I don't like that. <laughs> well, you don't treat me like I'm made out of glass. Well, well, if you weren't made out of glass, maybe we wouldn't treat you like that. Yeah, a lot of moving I'm parts. no less of a man just because I have a few screws and some metal. A lot of moving parts. Yeah, you know, cool, man. By the way, we've discovered that Cody is not human. He is a robot. And all these surgeries that he's going to is just battery replacements. Absolutely. They're just battery replacements. <laughs> it's battery replacements. Yeah. So that was um, that's all that. So be looking for the... Three fit amigos the next three months, <laughs> yeah. so, and that was that was what was presented to me when I, I came in. Since so you later. walked in, right? Yeah. I, hey, John, how do you uh, how do you feel about getting sweaty during lunchtime? I'm like, I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I feel like every time I get sweaty, and y'all know who I am and, and what I do, I feel like I have to go take a shower in order to keep. We the could spray of, you down with a hose. So, I don't know. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I have enough clothes to pull this off. I mean, like it's one of those things where. Like, if I get sweaty, I'm done for the day. Like, I either continue to stay sweaty or I have to immediately. You sweat easily? I do sweat easily. Yeah, it's, see, I um, don't. Like, it takes a lot for me to sweat. He glistens. This is, this is the oh, thing. This is the thing. Like, like I, I, I look like I'm jump roping in an attic when, like, while peeling an orange. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why that is. I just sweat a lot. Jump now, if you get in an attic, you will sweat. I know. I've been in many attics. And something else that makes me sweat. This is kind of, this is kind of odd. I don't know. I don't care what temperature it is outside, but when I crank a chainsaw, it's like I immediately start sweating. <laughs> is that kind of like when you go into a bookstore and you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> that That's personal. <laughs> that should not be shared. But yes, I may. Do we need to cut that out? Can we no, you're good. Okay. I think it's the smell of the paper product. <laughs> I don't just think the bookstore things that you think. No, I think it's a real deal. Like if you I have, if you experience, um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to word this. If you experience a. Um, Compulsive colon, a, a spastic colon. When you enter bookstores, <laughs> please let me know. I'd like to. I'd like to reach out to you. Um, <laughs> and we can start a community lot, group. A lot of issues. Um, so yeah, that's well, a, look, okay. It's a digestive so thing. That the reason that I brought up the triathlon, there's a couple different things. Okay, mm-hmm. I, and the reason I let in with the sweating. Was, By the way, I was good working out until you said triathlon. I was like, <laughs> he said, oh. My buddy Philip Haynes, <laughs> he used to talk about how there were really two staffs of the church. Mm-hmm. There's the sissy staff, and then there's the jock staff. Hmm. I thought we just had the rock staff and the other staff. Well, you know, <laughs> there there was a there was another division. Oh. And and sometimes, John, maybe you're not real willing to get sweaty. And then I mean, and Andrew, he likes to he dress he likes to look good. I mean, yeah. he's got his hair like he, so. I just needed to cut through and see. Before I right got to the chase, I mean, straight I mean, I need to know. I mean, it off immediately. It doesn't. No, it's another thing. So here, way. here's my it's thing. I think I think I can skimp by enough during the workouts and not get sweaty. Skimp by. I think I can do enough. What about doing everything that you do for the glory of God? Well, 
Mm. Except I'm not doing it all except for, except for working out. <laughs> so the other part, yeah, okay. So over the last few years, I may have had a couple of physical setbacks. Uh-huh. Minor physical setbacks. You realize every time you like work out, something happens. Right? That's not true. That's been blown out of proportion. Pretty accurate. That's been blown out of proportion. So there, there's a mental block that I have now in my mind of. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not, you know, because I've always been a pretty active dude. I mean, that's pretty well established. Mm-hmm. And so I told Megan the other day, I feel like I need to accomplish a physical feat. The triathlon is where you started. <laughs> so I went, Perfect. So not, I, not 5K, so not I, 10K. But look, sure, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I could run a 5K. Without any extra, I, I could run. I'm not, there's no doubt that you could run it. Well, then, yeah, yeah. then there's I mean, no, I there's no accomplishment. My chest that. was hurting. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't That's matter if you can feat. run it in 30 minutes. That's a feat. I, I'm, I could run a 5K 50, 50 right now line. without stopping. Of it. I would not walk a single step. I, I really? could, I could at it, least jog an entire 5K right. But an hour 5K is not a, not impressive. Yeah, I, well, I'm just saying <laughs> a 5K. I went under an hour. A 5K. That's no offense to anybody. I'm just saying, like, if you're watching, I am about six months. Months removed from a spinal fusion surgery, which that, means you need about four more months. That's to, not what that means. He told me I can start returning to normal life. I was there when they. <laughs> I was there. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want to know that I can still do. And another ER story, by the way. Running comes very, pretty simple. It's pretty uh, easy. Okay, unless you're fat like me. And I want something a little more challenging than a 5K. I just don't think a 5K is... I'm saying it's up your time. Do like, like, I'm do a 20-minute oh 5K. That so, would be a I heck mean, of a... I mean, that's whatever. A, so we did, we did break it down, though. We okay. haven't found one, a triathlon yet, that allows multiple people. Uh, supposedly, Andrew is going to ride bike in this triathlon, right? You're going to sure. ride the bike? I haven't ever done that. I've always been the runner, so... I'd like he, to. He's okay. going to ride the bike. Yeah, I've always been the runner. So Cody's going to ride bikes. Cody's going to run, and I'm going to be the fat whale that's The bearded barracudas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That can be our name, the bearded barracudas. <laughs> we'll do... Uh, I like it. Strokes. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> strokes. Uh, strokes. But anyway, okay. so... I don't know if y'all know of anything coming up in this crazy Or stuff. if you have a good practical workout plan that we can do. Yes. Because look, this is this is this we, we believe in whole life discipleship here. Yeah, that's good. You love the Lord your God with all your heart all your uh, heart, mind and strength, right? So we want to treat the temple well. We don't want a mega church. No. Right? We, <laughs> we, we want to have a lean mean fighting temple here. We want more of a church. tabernacle, you know? <laughs> and uh, and so uh, if you have something that we could do on lunch break, these guys have already told me they don't mind getting a little sweaty. I asked them up front. I found out. Do you mind if I wear a hat the rest of the day? Huh? Do you mind if I wear a hat the rest of the day? As long as you don't have any meetings. Can I wear shorts? No, you can't wear shorts. Can I wear shorts on a workout? T-shirt? Yeah, I'm wearing shorts on a workout. I'm going to wear a suit when I work out. <laughs> and this is also a great can opportunity a- for us to appeal to our church family. And if you guys would put a shower in this place, that would be fantastic. <laughs> can I wear a uh, silver sweatsuit? Hey, you think the CBA would let us borrow that disaster relief trailer? <laughs> <laughs> trailer? Yeah. Park it outside? That's probably wrong. Just kidding if you're watching that CBA. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that was a dig. Okay. Okay. Good, because it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't feel that it It's a nice facility. It is really, really yeah, nice. It's fantastic. They Anyways. saw a really nice one Noble Street Bike Festival. So really nice. we, you know you're a real man when you can wear horizontal stripes. I knew it was coming. Was <laughs> I wore nice clothes all week, and then uh, I want. I mean, like you, you challenged me to wear a long sleeve shirt today, so I decided to. At go least it's not a V-neck. No. At least we're not looking. I can at make it, it a V-neck. Yes, yeah, so please don't. Please don't. All right, I got so, scissors in my pocket. So we're, we we were talking <laughs> about we were talking about what we're doing in the now. 
Uh, but kind of our more serious topic, I mean, we just talked about, uh, we, we had a message on the providence of God. And I have another list Sunday, so. Yeah, it's a part continuation, two. part two. Oh. Excited about that. But we, uh, you know, we were just we were just thinking and talking about, like, things that God has uh, brought us through in, in these, like, in our past that just, where we are now, like, we never would have thought this is where we would be, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or the... The experiences that we were uh, a part of that at the time seemed so like God, what are you doing in this moment? And then uh, now on the other side of that is, uh, I mean, just amazed at the products of God that He's done. And so, um, Cody, I, I, I kind of just want to start with you. I mean, 15, 20 years ago, um, like, what were you thinking of? What were you doing? And did you ever think that you were going to be a pastor? I would say if you go back 20 years, I wanted to be a sports center anchor. Okay. Uh, uh, I Stuart Scott was uh, was kind of my hero. You know, cool as the other side of the pillow. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. And yeah. so, like, every Saturday morning, you know, I was, I'm an early bird, so mm-hmm. I was always the first person up in my house. I would sit and watch. Remember how you used to have sports center on re- yeah. repeat? Right? Was it in- inside out, inside NBA? What was it, NBA Jam? Inside NBA. NBA. Inside NBA. Yeah. Um, so that was about Chris Berman. That was a modern NFL shot. prime time. It was a modern shot that I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, so have no idea. You're out. I'm out. Oh. You, you weren't into sports. Sure, Scott was a big now, deal. did they know that you played a little ball back in school? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh. We played about the same. I would like to. I would, I would like everybody to know. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I'm so glad it's not me. <laughs> if you go back and you talk about the days back when you played football, <laughs> do you include little league? And so was it Little League. You don't, little League doesn't do. count. Little League doesn't count. You don't get to say, I, back when I played football, unless it was in varsity. Hey. When, unless it was in varsity. When you're a band nerd, Little League counts. <sighs> Whatever. Like one year, Hollis Eagles. You also don't talk a lot about your football playing days. Nah, I don't. John references him a lot. I, I mean, junior He references high, his football days I got to hang out at varsity, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> I still got the shorts, Dad Gummit. I got the shorts. I got the 55. Shorts. Oh, 55. Uh, I messed up my knee, man. Leave me alone. Back in the day when I was wrestling, could've, could've messed up his knee in the shop. Could have went state. I could have went all the way. Back in '82. <laughs> Gosh. So the pigs get cool. All right. Anyway, so 15, 20 years ago. There you go. Yeah. So. Back to you. But you know, I look back and honestly, and I'm you know, I don't know that a whole lot's changed, but I was a punk, and you know, I think I, mean, uh, I was a bully. I was I was too small mm-hmm. to be a bully. You're um, a verbal bully. <laughs> yeah. That might be fair. I know a lot of words that you don't. I'm <laughs> smart, man. <laughs> you don't. Uh, I, I might have been verbally, you know. <laughs> I'd read a lot. <laughs> uh, not, not 20 years that was, ago. That was the beginning of the robot stages. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I, you know, I think a lot a lot. I mean, I know a lot a lot. If I say I think a lot a lot, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and uh, honestly, I really didn't care very much about church and things. But what the Lord did in, in, in our lives, and my family, is in 96, our house burned down. And, and I've talked with our church about this, but I look back on that, and in the moment, it seemed awful. In, I, and nothing about our lives made sense anymore. Uh, and we had to relocate. All, all, like Everything that I owned from my whole childhood was mm-hmm. gone. Um, but the Lord used that to bring my family and I to this little growing church out on the outskirts of our community called Iron City Baptist Church. Um, and the Lord used that to save me, to save my dad, to save my sisters, to reinvigorate the faith of my mom. 
um, that the Lord used that um, to, to send a youth pastor into my life that was incredibly transformative. Um, and being around him, I, I really never experienced, experienced any kind of like burning bush vision from God about being a youth pastor. What I had in my life was a youth pastor that changed my life. And I thought, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to help other mm-hmm. people that way. Um, and so I can look back and I can see God's providence in those really bad moments. And even fast forward, you know, we talked a little bit about my health over the last few years. I, I mean, I was in really good shape uh, when I was 30 years old and my intestines ruptured. Yeah. Um, and and then last uh, last July, I told Pat, I said, I think, for, I think I'm finally getting my life back. I'm finally getting my health back. And that's when I found out. Um, the next week about my back. And so I can even see, though, how God has worked through those things to make me, you know, both of you guys have known me for a long time, and mercy has not always been my strength. Is that fair? <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Um, and Spiritual Gift Survey said zero. <laughs> zero, quite a few years ago, but yes. Um, and compassion, like that, that, I just, I've never been particularly compassionate toward other people. And the Lord has brought has used those elements in my life as a transformative grace, so that now I can empathize with people. So that now, you know, I think used to when there was an element that people said that they have, but that I couldn't see, I was skeptical of that mm-hmm. and cynical toward that. And I think it made me really a, a poor pastor. Um, but I think mm-hmm. now, because most of the, th- if you look at me, I, I've been I, from the outside looking in, I'm the picture of health, right? And I, and so I've, I've I've seen what it's like for people to view what you have skeptically and cynically, uh, and I think the Lord's mm-hmm. used that to soften my heart a lot, and He's used that to bind my heart with the heart of our people. Yeah. So I feel like I'm able to pastor them better, and I think in a lot of ways I don't take things for granted the way that I used to. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm a happier person than I was 20 years ago or even five years ago. I think generally speaking, I, I enjoy the good things, the good friends that I have, the, the good church that I have, the family that I have, um, a lot more than I used to. That's awesome. Andrew, man, what, I mean, 15, 20 years ago, and we, we were talking about this earlier, 15, 20 years ago that we were, uh, all three of us, really, it was before, um, uh, you know, God saved us. And uh, so, I mean, like, what does that, what does that look like for you, you know, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, just, I mean... 20 years ago, I was 15. So they were, those were probably 13 to, to 17. Were like he's the, obviously the old man. He staff. is the oldest. We need to bring that up. Yeah, old he's man the oldest on the staff. A little bit of gray in that beard. Like a year and a half or something. He got more gray uh, than him. I can't say so, But no, it was, uh, those were some rough years. Teenage years were not, not good for me and not good for my parents. Uh, <laughs> and so, but no, it was, uh, you know, I always wanted to just, I didn't really know what, what I wanted to do, what kind of, um, thankfully the Lord, um, uh, got my attention pretty quickly after after my first year my first freshman year of college <laughs> um, but it was uh, you know you're going through that age and I, it's kind of funny story but it kind of not because it was kind of serious so I always wanted to be an architect and, 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 and here's 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 the this is why we're laughing I'm no sorry. I didn't even tell y'all this earlier that's not a shirt an architect <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is not this is this is the funny part that I didn't tell y'all earlier you want to know why I wanted to be an architect 
because I really enjoyed Lincoln Logs and Tinker Toys. <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was what you were placing. Lincoln Logs. No, I'm pretty good at this. I was all about some Lincoln Logs. <laughs> <Dude>, I <laughs> killed it, man. I can make all kind of stuff. I mean, I could, I'm excited I, about having a little boy so I can buy Lincoln Logs. So, and it's funny story. You can even fast forward like, like you know, last week, and I was playing with some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wanted to do Art Vandalay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so like I can remember like in like my tenth grade year specifically was pretty bad. Like just that was geometry year. So it was geometry year, yeah. and uh, I slept a lot. We talked about that last week, and uh, I slept a lot in class. We're and still waiting on a call back from Dr. Patel's office. Yeah, there was a week where I fell asleep, and I had this Alabama starter jacket, and it was sweet, man, a little pullover. Had one of those? And, uh, and I had fallen asleep like this, and uh, I woke up at the end of the class. Nobody's in the classroom. <laughs> And I thought, well, crap, I missed everything. <laughs> and so I get to walk out about the time the teacher, the math teacher's coming back in, and she says, well, are you, um, are you, are you rested up? And I was like, oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't sleep. And it just lie straight up through my teeth. She's like, well, that star on your forehead from where your starter jacket, I mean, it had imprinted into my forehead, and it was a big red star on my forehead. And uh, and she said, well, let me ask you, Mr. Nunley, what do you, what do you want to do when you're out there? What do you want to do when you grow? I said I want to be an architect. And she said, "You realize you have like a 62 in in this class right now, right? You're barely passing." And uh, I said, "Yeah." She said, "Yeah, I, I do." And um, she said, "Well, maybe you should reconsider something else in life." And right then and there, more teachers, by the way. Right then and there, man, my my architect days died. So from really from tenth grade to like till I came to Christ, um, I had no idea. <laughs> I was just kind of living life and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I said uh, it was. It was. Those were some. I, really so you, to... I didn't realize that. So, so from. So you really had no real career path. No, I had zero career. Like I, was, <laughs> I don't even want to tell this. <laughs> so you have to. My, my, yeah. my first freshman year, I thought, you know, I could go. Uh, we went and visit. I was taking. I was taking some type of criminology class or something. And we took a visit to the FBI Center in Atlanta. And I thought, this is it. I'm going to work for the DEA. <laughs> it's going to be an FBI agent. I'm going to be a DEA agent. And uh, so, uh, there's that's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But that was, that was what I wanted to do. Can you imagine him walking to the DEA with that shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, yeah, that wouldn't fit you at all. But, I can, his car. but not long after that, uh, I, I had a, a, a an abrupt awakening from the Lord. And... Um, and it was an instant. Like I, I didn't know what I want to do. Like I was like, all I want to do is serve the church and and work in the in, in ministry somehow. If that's and I dealt with that hard for several years. I felt like it was something that I wanted to do, and 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 it wasn't really the calling on my life. Like other people maybe had talked about. And I remember I had a um, uh, Dr. Cope from uh, he was the uh, uh, head of the CBA and or Cleveland Baptist Association. He said, well, "Let me ask you, Mr. Nunley, do you do you really think that's something that?" Um, because I thought it was Satan like messing with my mind. And he was like, do you really think Satan wants you to go work in the church world and lead people to Jesus? And I was like, and he said that it was so simple, but I was like, no, he doesn't. So he's like, okay, I think you got your answer. And from then on, we just kind of, whatever door opened, we just kind of stepped through. And fast forward up into before we came here, like I left a full-time ministry position. And really, you know, when you're in the church world, you're a staff, like you're expected to go from, full-time position to full-time but you, yeah. don't, you don't get to go into back to the secular world that doesn't work that way in most cases um, but for me I was just at a point where I, I needed to, to to step away for a while and had no intentions really of coming on staff here by vocationally or full-time and um, and God just began to open doors and through his providence man just it was 
it's an, it's been an insane three yeah. years. So we, we came here, literally Tasha and I and, and Micah, as a young couple just looking for a church. Mm. And like many many of our people have. So Never, never thought. I mean, and, and yet yeah. again. Now fast forward, he's co-starring on a, uh, a podcast. A widely viewed podcast. Yeah, ICBC Roundtable. Sponsored by Wildwood, yeah. unofficially. Uh, but no, I, I mean, and yet again, there's a picture on your um, – there's a picture on your wall <laughs> of all three of us. And I think it's, on, it's circling around Facebook somewhere, but where we're, uh, I think Cody and I were like hugging or something, and maybe Andrew's in the side. I, I don't, don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty awkward. You were hugging me. I wasn't, I don't think. I was talking about Andrew. Oh, I, yeah. I think Andrew's the awkward part of that picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was. Well, there's nowhere for me to go. It was a third wheel. <laughs> but it was, it's I had to jump weird where I could. <laughs> how we've always talked about it when we were all in ministry together, like, like this would never us three together would never happen. Like, there's in a million years, like... Well, we've definitely stayed employed longer <laughs> yeah, than I thought yeah, we would yeah. if we were I, all together. Seriously, when, when Cody left Hillcrest, I thought, and I thought, there's no way we'll ever serve together again. It's just not going to work out that way. There's no way. And just because of the the paths and... Yeah. yeah. Well, what's really amazing, and I don't, a lot of people I have found out and haven't really made these connections because we have so many new people in our mm-hmm. church is so John and I served together here yeah what was that 15 years ago yeah. um, I was the youth pastor here and John was our youth worship leader and man the Lord just did a remarkable work and we had a lot of fun and just and that was kind of how I felt when we let when we kind of party company is that's probably you know like, and we would talk a lot yeah. And then Andrew and I served at the same church together for five years. I was there with him for five years at Hillcrest. And, man, just really just struck up just a kindred spirit. And, man, the, we saw the Lord do some just <laughs> remarkable. And so the fact that the Lord brought all of those paths together at one time, um, at you know, after, I think, I, I think you, this all came about, I guess, year five for me here. And just seeing how the Lord did that has been, I mean, they're, 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 the only word yeah. is providence. Absolutely. You know, when you look back and, and think about it. And it's, it's rare to even have one friend on on staff. I mean, to have your friends on staff that, that know your weaknesses, that uh, know your strengths. Know how to and push your buttons. Know how to push your buttons. A blessing and, yet, and a curse. And it really is. is. I mean, there's, I'm not saying our every day is perfect and we all, you know, are just gung-ho every time we step up we all get a bit temperamental yeah but it's it's one of those things where like i love the fact that you i can go to you in confidence with what i'm struggling with or you know andrew either or and like we all three talk about it as if i mean we're friends yet again i i know this dynamic is weird but you know as yes there's times where we're friends and then there's times where you're you know you're my boss or you know all, all this other stuff and the sense of like hey <laughs> do that but uh but no i, I mean always read your emails yeah <laughs> read your emails that wouldn't be a bad move yeah um bust out on facebook on that one too yeah, yeah. God, no that's a low blow, bro. <laughs> yeah. well i would say you know like you guys you know like maybe i'm your supervisor but y'all pastor me i mean y'all pastor yeah. me well so you do being elder led and that's yes elder led i mean like we're all we all hold each other accountable no matter and, what it is and what you know like from my perspective and it is first of all i felt like when the lord called me to iron city he was calling us calling me to be a generational pastor to say we've never had that in the yeah. history of our church and and to be able to do that with people 
whose hearts I know entirely and who I, who, who I already, I've seen you on your bad days. I've seen you and you guys have seen me at some pretty low moments. And even prior to us serving on staff together, if there would have been, if something would have happened and I knew something was happening to me, you guys would have been the ones that I would have called to take care of my family yeah. um, because I have that kind of confidence in you and, and kind of trust in you. And so, um, again, the only word is, is providence, just to see. It's a testimony, really, to just how good the, how mm. good the Lord is yeah. that he would he would bring it together that way. And, you know, 15, 20 years ago for me, I mean, you know, same boat as you, Andrew, same boat as you, Cody. I mean, pre-saved, um, you know, yet again growing up in this church, and I say pre-saved because uh, I truly I was not living as a Christian, was not living as somebody that knew the Lord. I was living as somebody that uh, wanted to do their own thing. And, and Cody, you you know, you grew up with me, and um, a lot of the people... That, I remember that when you played a little ball. <laughs> a lot of people from our church knew me and grew up uh, with me. And, and yet again, you can go to them and say, like, did you ever think that John Blanton would be on staff at Iron City Baptist or staff at anywhere? Like, they would say, no, he's going to end up in jail somewhere or... Like, <laughs> Dead on the It was somewhere where the elder switchblades. I was definitely going to the detention center. You know what I'm saying? I was getting called, busted, or somebody, something. Uh, because I was stupid. I was. I did a lot of dumb things. I mean, I'm the kid that Phil Busty will tell you I was shooting fireworks off in the church parking lot or shooting fireworks at the church van. That is neither confirmed nor denied. Um, uh, I will not say that I did that, but. People claim that I did. Anyway, so um, it's just, I mean, like, to say that I am a student pastor, an outreach pastor, or a pastor of any kind at any church, um, that was not my that was not my goal, right? I mean, you know, 15, 16, 17, I was with my friends. I was uh, partying, you know, sneaking in, sneaking out. I mean, like, just, um, I think my parents know that, by the way. I have no idea. Maybe my dad. It was uh, the garage window, by the way. Um, You're going to be grounded. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a Toyota. I could push. You go sit in the corner. I could push. It was a it was a. That's the one you flipped it along you straight away. Yeah, yeah. Counter, right? I could push it because it was, it was a. He flipped. That's another story. It's, it's the longest straightaway in all account. Right in the middle of it, there's John Blanton up on his lid. <laughs> by the way, Cody Hill just I drove did not on by. That's drove not on by. I think he That's gave a little home. <laughs> Yes, I did. I matter of fact, went back to donuts. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, like, just I mean, yet again, I got called. That was a odd lot to my parents on that day, and uh, uh, I'm not saying that I wrecked my truck because of it, but I mean, I deserved every bit of it. So, um, anyways, providence. Yeah, providence. So I mean, Your like, no sins will find you out. I mean, yes, yeah, seriously. And so I mean, like, truly giving my life to Christ before that. I mean, I was going. I, I was going to go Air Force. I was going to go, you know, uh, be a pilot, all this other stuff. And I realized that uh, the test that I took to get in, uh, I scored a low because me and my buddies said, hey, let's get out of class all day and just sit here and do nothing uh, when we took that, that test. And so. Uh, Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. We should, um, if we'd have went to high school together, we'd probably been friends. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, in a bad way. everything leading up to it, I mean, like, so they said, maybe not pilot. Let's put you in the mess hall. You know what? It was not pilot. It was uh, I was going to service was the generators that that uh, that ran the planes. We'll let you fuel them up. <laughs> yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that mop? Put your hand up, that boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, I can, I'm, I'm not going to take the test again. I think I'll just you know pass. So um, no, I um, 
I was going to be a paramedic. So I you know, went to EMT school, was an EMT, <laughs> realized quick that for some reason until I wasn't a germaphobe until I became an EMT. And then mm-hmm. like in the back of an uh, ambulance, I realized that that thing got really small really quick. And uh, so... Uh, Claustrophobic or just germaphobic? No, germaphobic. Like this lady started listing off all the things that she uh, had and the ambulance just started getting smaller and I couldn't get, <laughs> I couldn't get far enough away from her. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. I, I uh, worked the rest of the shift and then went home and realized that was not, was not for me. So, uh, hey, yeah. John, think about this. All right. If you were a member of Iron City Baptist Church 20 years ago today, mm-hmm. do you know what you'd be doing? You'd be gearing up to deal with us at youth camp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And nobody, yeah. Patrick Stone aside, yeah. There's nobody that terrorized youth camp like Cody Hill and John. Oh, yeah. And we were sworn enemies. Yes. I mean, we were. We, yes. He, you we, stole my we stuff and used it against me. Well, that's because you weren't as good as I was. <laughs> well, but, I got so uh, mad. And I would get, like, so emotional. And I know where Mason gets it from. He gets it from me. I get that. I just don't want to admit that. I was emotional whenever Cody would steal my stuff and, like, use the well, petroleum. you talk so much stuff. Use the petroleum jelly that I brought to camp to put around the toilet to where you were a bit younger than when I you was. sat on it, you slid off. Now, granted, he didn't catch us. He actually caught Eldo. Uh, <laughs> for those of y'all that know Eldo, ask him about the time he went to camp and had to stay in the room with John and slipped off the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, Eldo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the way it works, though. Sorry, yeah. Eldo. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. So, uh, Eldo, if you're watching this, and uh, if you would have went back 20 years ago and you would have asked Iron City, out of all the kids in the youth, oh, yeah. which two do you think will be your pastor and youth pastor? Yeah. Uh, in the year 2020. <laughs> yes, it would have been at the bottom of that list. That would it would have been these two guys right here. That is But funny. no, I mean, yet again, I, and I think, probably, so God, going back to what you said about uh, the youth pastor, you know, Todd was a guy that, that invested in me even though I was a pain in the, the, the rear end. I mean, like, just... I mean, you too. I mean, you, you know, and, and then... I don't count, though, apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you became my youth pastor. And invested in me and poured into me and like on my bad days to where I came to you and say, you know, maybe God has made a mistake. You know, this is not maybe this this God wants me in ministry. All this other stuff. There's just no there's no way. I mean, God can't use somebody like me and uh, continuously and you just encouraging me. I mean, I had a huge impact on my life. And so I mean, I don't I don't even know if, if you know that or if I even said that to you. I mean, you being my youth pastor. Um, I mean, I don't know. It was just, it, it's, I don't mean to give you a big head, but it was really cool. I, like you, you encouraged me and you helped me to be where I'm at right now. Uh, and you continue to do that as my lead pastor. Well, I still so, remember the first time that John led us in worship. And I remember, so we, he, you were a senior and mm-hmm. I was kind of doing, I was like the de facto youth guy at the time. Like we ran out of options, <laughs> you know. And, we'll uh, get this guy. Bring in the juice. <laughs> yeah. And so we basically forgot about the youth for a little while. And there yeah. was, there was Cody. Um, and I, told, I remember going to John, we were doing the I worship DVDs. You remember that? The yeah. integrity worship mm-hmm. or whatever. And I said, man, I really think it would help all the kids if there was somebody up there. And I said, you don't even have to sing out loud. Just mouth the words. And uh, and he was like, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. And so and he went up there and he sang. He was singing and he was he did well and it was going well. And then I remember about two weeks after that, he shows up and the guy's got a guitar. I said, you play the guitar? <laughs> and he said, I'm gonna try to like play one. I'm gonna try to lead a song with a guitar. I said, I didn't even know you could actually sing. 
And he goes up there and he he does he's saying, "Open the eyes of my heart." Yeah. And it transformed our youth ministry. And that's not an overstatement that the Lord started on that night, that specific night, something that we kind of just held on for dear life and just saw, but God. That's the only explanation, right? But God. Speaking of Providence, you know, my wife, one of the fifth quarters that we did, she, like, I invited her to come to the fifth quarter after the game. And she came. She wasn't your wife at the time. She wasn't my wife at the time. She was about a ninth grader. Yeah, whatever. And you're. Good night. All right. Was she not there? Yeah, I think she was, wasn't she? No, this was after high school. No, this... Oh, okay. I got you. Well, it was like she was still in high school, of course. But uh, anyway, so... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but I, she, I invited her to the fifth quarter, and like um, something... Uh, it was just crazy how all that worked out. Like she saw me... She saw me on stage mm-hmm. and saw me singing. But that's what did it. And that's what did it. That's, right. what like, did you know, it. that's the man. Tasha shared that story last night. we put the rope lights? Yeah. And we had like all the stuff from Gadzooks from the yes. mall when it closed yes. down. Yes. We had all that. We had all that. We did. We had the buggy too, the punch buggy. We did. We had yes. the we sure Oh did. my goodness. That was that was fantastic. Anyway, so I don't we know. We ran how... through the we did a this the big series when we were first getting every, we were kinda of starting to figure stuff out. We yeah. did this series called What's Your Game Plan? Yeah. Like at the, during the fall and we had a victory paper. Like everybody <laughs> every, ran into the sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> That's every good. week that we would start the service and they would they would run through it. Yeah. Torn paper. Oh, well, we did some ever. corny stuff in youth ministry. Yes. It was but the kids loved it. I mean I, we thought like this is the coolest thing ever every time we did it. That's right. And we got and there are a number of the of the, of the folks that were in that youth ministry in our church, yes. some of whom mm-hmm. are deacons. Yeah. That's awesome. That's how awesome is that? Like, oh my goodness, you look back at uh, Providence, right? Yeah. You look back and you think about how the Lord allowed your lives to intersect at different times. Mm-hmm. And how he brings those things together, and it just makes everything that much sweeter, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes everything that much sweeter. And I, I mean, and yet again, times that you went through in your life where you hadn't, like, God, what? Yet again, going back to what I said, God, what are you doing? What What's going on in my life? What What are you trying to teach me in this? And then on the other side of it, like, just amazed at what God is doing. And I think we, I, I said this a while back, but like, uh, there's a quote. Maybe David Platt said it, but like, God is doing. Uh, Ten thousand things in your life, and you're John, on, Piper. John Piper. You're only aware of three of them, yes. and and I, that's really providence. That's I mean, good. like, so, um, but yeah, I, I mean, awesome. That's all I can say. Yeah, God's the Lord. God's providence is awesome, and um, so uh, we, we just invite you. Thank you so much yet again for uh, for joining us. How about and, this? What if we? What if 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 you have a, a story of God's providence in your life? I tell you, it would really encourage your pastors just to mm. hear of it, hear, hear about yeah. it. And I, I, I speak for all of us. We would love to hear yeah. just how God's providence has worked in your life over the years. You can actually, something easy to do, either email us, uh, just our first names, and then at ironcity.org, or you can go to our website at ironcity.org and uh, fill out a connect card or a prayer request. And just in there, in the comments, just let us know. And we get all that. So uh, that'll be an easy way for you to connect with us. And, of course... Uh, until next time, uh, we love you. We love our church. Uh, we love our church family. And uh, maybe you don't have a church home and you're listening to this. We invite you to come check us out. Um, uh, yet again, all our information is on ironc.org. Uh, we would love to connect with you there. Uh, but until next time, live sent. <laughs>